Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from the bunker. I am your host, Mr. One part of the Intelligent Savages, Mr. Derek Black Rhino Washington, also known as some of you weirdos as Rayleigh Givens. Inside joke. Uh, we are live from the bunker. Uh, today, I just want to reflect on uh, us possibly setting up, or you uh, possibly setting up, if you have not done it yet, uh, your threat assessments. Now, if you're prepping, or and I don't like to necessarily use the word prepping because people look at it a certain way, but when I say prepping, not to go too far down the rabbit hole, that means you got a couple flashlights in your house, you got some food to last you a couple extra days if you're in a position where you can't leave due to a storm or whatnot, and not necessarily it's the end of the world, the zombies are outside, and martial laws declared, and blah, blah, blah. Not necessarily that. Preparation for a situation means putting yourself in a position that you have everything you need so that if there's an inconvenience, you're still able to comfortably move along. Uh, if you live in Florida, it might be hurricanes. Hurricane happens, lights go out. Even if you're not necessary in the area that was flooded, but your lights are out, and now you got to figure out how to provide for yourself and take care of yourself until the power comes back on. If you're in Texas, where I live, we get tornadoes. So you get a bad tornado, or sometimes we even get unexpected snowstorms that we never expect, and then the whole city shut down because of a small snowstorm. So being prepared for those situations is a necessity. California, it might be an earthquake. Excuse me, or some type of uh, something else, maybe a tsunami or something. All of things that have happened in the in the past, recent past. Um, so what a threat assessment would be is, you know, you uh, look at the things that you have in your area, the issues that you would have, and you would label them from strongest to weakest. Again, like I said, so I live in Texas. Um, what's more likely to happen here for me would be a tornado or a snowstorm that popped up out of nowhere. But the snowstorm's on the on the lighter end versus a tornado or just a regular power outage because Texas is on its own grid. There's parts of Texas where we live that, unfortunately, the lights go out on a regular basis, and when they do. You got to pull out a generator or something else along those lines so that you can keep your food in the refrigerator cold. Now, uh, the product of the day is going to be USCCA. Uh, that's insurance for firearm owners. Now, me, myself, I personally carry firearm insurance because it's a necessity. Uh, the rates are affordable. You get exactly what you need in the event that you have to Use your firearm and take someone's life. Even if you're right and it's justified, it can be in a very it can be in a very expensive situation, which could bankrupt you or worse. So with USCCA, they have your back and they allow you to be able to do what you need to do and own your product and own a firearm proudly. And if you need to use it, they take care of the bond. They take care of uh, the criminal case as well as the civil case. So USCCA is the product that I'm recommending for today. So back to the threat assessment. What I was speaking on previously is, you know, with watching the news and whatnot now, there's new social threats that have evolved over time, you know, with the new president that we have and compared to years ago. And every president has their 
threat issues and fears that are created. Uh, so there's some things you should be doing more frequently with your preps or situations you make sure that you have. So it's, it's especially important for you to have food and water. Uh, you figure for every person in your house, you should have a gallon of water a day per person. Um, as well as emergency food supplies, which could be your dry foods like your spaghettis and other pastas and, and noodles and whatnot, or other things that rice and things like that. It just really depends on what you have. And now if you have those things, you might want to check your expiration dates and whatnot and rotate your stuff out. So start eating some of the older stuff and bringing newer stuff in to put on the shelves, uh, your tuna fish and things like that. Also, you want to make sure that you have an inventory of everything you have and that it's recorded. So, for example, if you have a generator and you rotate your gas out every 90 days, you want to have that written down the day when you put the gas in with the stable and the day that you need to exchange it for other gas. Now, what, you, what I mean by exchange it is you take the gas, put it in your gas tank in your vehicle, then go to the gas station and, and get some more gas to put in there. Real simple. Um, hopefully you've read uh, some some books or done some training with other people about preparedness and you're not just winging it because you don't want to be in a position where you're winging it and you've burned yourself. Also, you want to use your firearm. Make sure that it's properly. Hopefully you've been using your firearm all year in training, going to the range at least once a month. And, and doing some training and, and making sure you have the proper rounds. Now, if you're training with your firearms, you're going to have plenty of rounds that you rotate. Um, everybody has a mark of what they think they need to have ammo-wise and the type of firearms they need to have. My personal recommendation is a pistol, a shotgun, and a rifle. It could be a bolt-action rifle. It could be an AR. Personally, just because they're going after the ARs and they, they're just stupid with it, I think you should have an AR just to say fuck them. That's just my humble opinion. Pistol, I prefer a Glock. I love the Glock. I carry the Glock. And I run with nothing but Glocks. Do I own other firearms? Yes. Do I own other pistols? Yes. But again, for the basic person that's trying to get into having gear and things put together for situations that are unexpected get your Glock there's always aftermarket parts for it it's easy to repair it's easy to maintain and anything you need for it you can find on almost any corner your rounds make sure you keep your rounds in a cool dry place I really wouldn't have them in places where it can get extremely hot or moist because the moisture gets in there and you've destroyed rounds um, Take notes and mark your progress of where you are with your preparations and things that you have. Also, get training. The more training you have, the less you will need certain items that you now carry with you. So when you're when you've trained and you've got, taken extensive classes and there's all types of instructors out there for anything you could think of that you might need. I can't direct you and say this person over that person because everybody's different and where you are in the country is different and the teaching styles are different. You just got to find somebody that works for you, that'll work for you in the area that you live in, in order to coach you and guide you in the direction you need to. Um, in the event that you need a little help, 
I'll post the email address so that you can contact us and I might be able to direct you in a, the direction of somebody that I recommend. Uh, but I'll give you the email address now. As a matter of fact, it's thebunkerlive817 at gmail.com. It's thebunkerlive817 at gmail.com. And just shoot me an email and say, hey, I'm looking for some instruction. Who do you recommend in my area? And I know a lot of people, so I'm pretty sure I can possibly maybe guide you in a direction of somebody that's going to teach you. Now, understand these classes are not free. People are not giving away their proprietary knowledge for nothing. So just understand that you're going to have to pay for some of these classes that you take. But again, having knowledge allows you to do more, be able to take care of your family better. Self-defense classes is something that I recommend for everybody. There's all different types, judo, um, karate. uh, Me, I prefer Krav Maga. But again, everybody's different and their pockets are different. Um, Last year, I think, was a really good year for a lot of us in this situation of prepping. You know, you celebrate your wins and improve upon your losses from last year. So that means if you had goals that you set last year that were great goals and you met them, great. And pat yourself on the back. And things that you didn't, well, you know, this year I want to make those a priority and fix them. So, for example, um, you might have said, well, you know what, I wanted to build a solar generator and you didn't get to build it. Okay, well, since that's a priority for you, get that solar generator built, which will allow you the option of having a solar generator which is quiet so you have another source of lights again any event that you have a power outage um set goals for this year realistic goals sometimes we set goals for things like uh well you know what i want to have two years worth of food saved up over the next six months and that and that's not realistic you know so set a realistic goal and save your pennies and use those to you know, meet those goals. You know, you might say, I want to have 10, 20 ounces of silver put away. Okay, so you set those goals and you get your 10, 20 ounces of silver put away. Once you meet that goal, then you on to the next project. Sometimes we go broke prepping because we're all over the place with what we're doing. So get your pen and paper, write down your realistic prepper goals, and then you just keep going and keep going until you meet those goals. Intelligent Savages, and I'm out. Remember, the only bad progress is no progress.